0: Welcome everybody to the Think Different Podcast, the only Apple podcast with two former Apple retail employees with 20 years of combined experience. We discuss the news in the Apple universe and share our retail experiences this week. We are discussing various news articles, including the Apple Enterprise Milestone, ooh, the Apple Fitness Plus, Adobe, rest in peace Flash, what's coming next for the M1 Max. And finally, our subject of the week is all about the Apple creative role and what will happen after COVID-19 if this role will even exist. I am Will TLD, former Apple specialist, creative, and genius, along with me every single week, Mr. Keto Frank Funk, the former Apple creative himself. Frank, how you doing?
1: I'm doing well, Will. How are you?
0: I'm good, man. I actually wrote a script this week. <laughs> uh, <laughs>
1: there you go. There yep. you go.
0: It's, it's, it's 2021. It's a new time for us and we're growing this year. A lot of things have changed, you know, in my life since uh the last time we spoke, starting a new job now, which is great to be back on the job market. And Frank, I gotta ask, we have to know your keto weight. Where are we at?
1: um I'm still stable. 195.
0: 195. But we got remember if you're new to this podcast, where did you start? 249. Wow wow now we're not a keto podcast but we
1: basically should be yeah well, um, and listen i have uh you and tara to thank for that because, yep uh, you know it, yeah it, it, it just works and you know i gotta if anybody's interested in are listening and they're they're not sure do some research on it and you're i found anyway that um we really didn't feel deprived there's your your stevia that's right?
0: right for those who are watching on the youtube channel we have zevia not sponsoring this week should because <laughs> i drink it all the time it is a clear soda and it's it has no carbs none of that crap in it it's good yeah. for
1: you and you know the biggest thing that uh people need to think well are you got gonna cut oh. this
0: <laughs> oh wait a minute we have a guest here. Oh. Oh
1: oh i got scared ladies and
0: gentlemen on the podcast for the very first time ladies and gentlemen bring him over it is oh don't don't die ladies and gentlemen it is my son lucas oh you should have introduced tara first she did all the work tara's here too everybody my wife is here of <laughs> um, six years here and along with us luke I, I have to ask what's your favorite part of the podcast
1: when, yeah. when frank talks <laughs> that's
0: right and my cat's here now too so the whole oh, family man. is here that's right you yeah, know. You the cat. wow episode 76 is now like the entire family has arrived
1: yep and you know he, he has had a very good life so far he's never seen a dallas defeat that's right that's true that is a the fact stupid eagles yeah
0: <laughs> <laughs> well technically he did with the uh the, us losing to the giants so yes wow. he, he technically did but uh, this is my bundle of joy, you know. This is the, the reason of living right now is for this guy and her too. But, you know, this guy right here, Lucas. He's the cutest guy. He's even got the faux hawk going and everything. He he is very cute. Right. You guys yeah. are very blessed. All right, Lucas. I don't mind this, but I have to continue the podcast. Okay, so you gotta go to sleep. All right, you're gonna give him some milk. Yeah, we have milks. All right, you gotta take the you gotta take the cat too. By the way, now. You uh, it's milk. good to see oh. you. It's good to see you. Oh, it's almost tripped for the second time here because we have all the baby stuff. All right. Now that I kicked my son out of the podcast, it is time for something new. We're going to start off with a format. We're going to do our news articles, and then we're going to go right into our main subject. So now it's time for the news. The news. Yes. Well, The first article we're going to talk about is the Apple Enterprise Management Company known as Jamf, which thing I use every day. Jamf announced today that the platform powers 20 million devices worldwide and serves over 47,000 customers, which is a new milestone for them. Over the course of 2020 alone... Jamf has added more than four million devices and 10,000 customers and is now powering 24 of the 25 most valuable brands. Jamf runs on all 10 of the largest US banks, 10 of the top 10 global universities, 16 of the top 20 best US hospitals, and seven of the top 10 Fortune 500 technology companies. It's a management software for businesses, schools, hospitals, government organizations. And it's a Apple device management purpose. So it, it controls everything. I use Jamf all the time. Since I've been in IT, even Apple uses Jamf. They have it at our work. They have an app called Self Service, which is like your work's personal app store. That's what it is. And they use that to install or download images from iphone like new images that come out we have to install them on all the computers so they're ready to go so that's jamf and it's a big company and they're just growing more which is great for someone like me who's in the it field because now more companies are leaning towards being just mac only an example of that blue apron is only mac
1: very nice i do have a couple of questions for you i'd
0: love to answer those questions
1: okay you said it was an apple enterprise is it solely apple owned no It's it's
0: it's an independent company that works in conjunction with apple apple did not come out with this apple has the control of the it's called dep which is uh it is the device enrollment which apple has to know about but as far as the actual distribution of the software. Now, there's more than just one out there, but Jamf right. is the mo- most well-known.
1: Now, um, a lot of people, I shouldn't say a lot of people, some people look at this type of software as um, almost invasive to their privacy in the sense that if they get a business machine, they some people expect to do whatever they want to do with it. Mm -hmm. okay and this software that you're using this company what it does is correct me if i'm wrong but it puts an image on and it can restrict users from downloading anything they want
0: uh it it restricts whatever the company wants to be restricted yes that's what i
1: mean right Mm -hmm. and 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 by the uh, way
0: every company does it everywhere don't think that it's like a new thing. This is anywhere you work, whether it's windows or Mac, you're restricted in some way. Right.
1: Right. And, and, but I was reading some of the articles on it and some people are kind of up in arms about it. And uh, I was like, seems kind of weird because when I was working the it group, they put on what they, what they, what you needed to have. And they did not like anybody that went out and, just downloaded something or installed something on their network that wasn't approved. Mm-hmm. So in theory, this is nothing new. Mm-hmm. It's just a much easier way to control what goes on the company machines. Correct. Um, and in fact, if you recall, way back when there was a, um, a big to-do about uh, a company phone that was used for illegal purposes and had the county had used a piece of software like this, that would have never been able to happen.
0: That's why it's important that if you're going to give a work phone that you control that too.
1: Yes, absolutely. Apple has added several new goal-seeking workouts in its Plus subscription services as part of the new weekly series that aims to keep uh, users on top of their training and stay motivated into the new year and beyond. Fitness Plus videos are set to songs pulled from Apple Music, which can be listened to uh, even by non-Apple Music subscribers. However, if you do subscribe to Apple Music, be sure to check out the new Fitness Plus playlist that Apple has uh, started promoting in the Apple Music app. Fitness Plus costs $9.99 per month or 79.99 79.99 per year or in the apple one Premier bundle which is priced at 29.99 per month and also offers apple music apple tv plus apple arcade apple news plus and two i'm going to repeat that two terabytes of icloud storage i have to say with apple fitness i've i've um tried it a couple of times oh you did okay i was hoping i did i did and um how do i want to put this Uh uh-oh um uh, in my personal opinion (laughs) i i think they should try to group them by uh, age, okay. It was it, it, it. It's it's tough for for me to keep up with someone of your generation, your age group. Uh, um, I I don't know that you would have a problem, but they can get pretty strenuous. And I mean, I understand the point of it that mm. they you know you want to work up a sweat, you want to do that, but I think there should be some for um maybe you know beginners
0: Mm -hmm.
1: and uh you know kind of like older folks
0: okay fair enough I think they I'm I have not subscribed to it I haven't seen much I saw videos of people doing it I love it I think it's a great idea but that's a great point I think that if now if they do have it for older people would you like it if in the background they also had older people doing the workouts? or do you or do you don't care who it is
1: i don't care i mean the fact that um you could i had you can put on your apple tv put on your big screen tv had come through your uh home pods i mean it's nice it's good um but there's a point where you just got to say okay uh don't know that i'm going to be able to make it to the end of this <laughs> and you just kind of break it off but it i think it it's all formatted very well and um I think they're going to be pretty successful with it.
0: I do too. And what I was surprised about this was that even non Apple Music subscribers can get these songs, uh, which I thought was really interesting. That was the one thing I took away from that was that there is Apple Music normally you have to pay for, but in this case with this uh, fitness series, uh, you get those for free. So there you go. Yep. Yeah,
1: yep. Yeah, yeah. So I I think they're you know they're really trying to hit all people. Uh, all the a larger audience, um, and maybe they they will branch it out and and segregate it by um, age group um, at some point. But I think they're just trying to get it out there, you know. Mm-hmm. So I
0: think it's a good hit, Frank. Do you hear that gong going off because uh-huh. I hear the Adobe gong going off because yeah. it's official. The end of Flash support has happened. Apple made the announcement a couple of years ago, and now it's official. In 2021, the support for the software has ended, and Adobe will begin blocking the content from running in the Flash Player beginning January 12th. You could thank Apple for this to happen. In the past, Apple Flash Player had such bad vulnerabilities and exposed mac and pc users to malware and other security risks that cause vendors like microsoft and apple to work tirelessly to get the security fixes since flash player will no longer receive updates adobe recommends that all users immediately remove the software to protect their systems very interesting article here because we knew this was coming That means you're, remember back in the day when people had all these Flash websites? Yeah. They won't even work anymore. So hopefully everybody out there who has a video player and is still using Flash has made that change or that jump because on January 12th, it
1: will block the content. Well, the other thing that uh, I need to emphasize as well as you did is that there is a process that you need to go through to make sure all of the Adobe Flash content is removed from your Mac, so I would highly recommend that. Um, it's on you Adobe's go out website.
0: Yeah, go out to the article. And, go to uh, the Adobe website.
1: It, it you, the, the first step is to go to your applications, remove the Flash Player, but then you have to go to Utilities, double click on it, and go through a complete uninstall. Um, and if you should get any notifications in the future. It's fake. It's a fake. It's, it's malware. People trying to get into your uh, system. So hopefully people will hear the word and get this done. And uh, you won't have too many intruders using fake flash player to get into your computer. Now we're talking about Bloomberg. Bloomberg <laughs> reports that Apple is hard at work on the chips that will power the next round of apple silicon max and the top of the line version could have as many as 32 high performance cores apple is working on a new chip design with as many as 16 power cores and four efficiency cores according to the report apple is expected to release new iMacs, possibly with a radical new design now the current design is Approximately oh. fifteen years old. So, know, it's not fifteen years old. Yeah, two thousand six. Okay,
0: yeah, probably about. Well, it's thinner, so technically. Yes. Okay, so technically, it's it wasn't it, two thousand twelve is when they made the change to the thinner design. But that, oh. but and, and the Mac and the iMac Pro don't count because it's, oh, it's, it's, okay. it's just black.
1: So, and then they're going to have fourteen inch and sixteen inch MacBook Pros in twenty twenty one on the graphics side. Apple is testing 16-core and 32-core GPUs, a huge bump from the seven and eight-core GPUs offered by MacBook Air and MacBook Pro, respectively. For the higher-end Macs, Apple is reportedly testing variants with 64 and 128 dedicated cores, which could rival the latest cards from NVIDIA and AMD. Sources told the publication that Apple could still choose to hold back these chips in favor of lesser versions for next year's Macs. Even so, they will likely be much faster than the Intel models they're replacing. Well, this I think is exceptional Mm -hmm. uh, in terms of what the company is doing. Now, the only thing that I, Would not like to see is I would not like to see them hold back those chips, um, and and put out a lesser version. Mm. Uh, I would really, I can't imagine they will, I
0: can't imagine they will,
1: yeah. I mean, that's the only thing I got from the article that I thought, "Mm, I wouldn't like them to do that, but you know, I'd rather see them not put uh, a chip out in certain models until. The better chip is ready. Right, put in an interim chip. And so the
0: high, yeah, and the higher end max, like you're talking about the big 27 inch max and the 16 inch MacBook Pros, are going to have. They need to have that big GPU jump because if they're going to not use Nvidia and AMD, which are the two biggest names in the yep. graphics business, yep. and they're just going to say you can use your the Apple chip and you don't need anything else. Again, that's that's another two co- another company now. They don't have to be involved with. They are now just the whole board is only Apple. There's no Nvidia. There's no Intel. Yes. It's a, it, I mean, this is a pretty big deal. If they can get to this level, that'll be
1: amazing. And I, it, it, I it's a big plus for the consumer. Yes. And why I say that is because now. If if something should happen to your machine, it's solely Apple. Yep. There's no more like you know on a Windows machine. You, if if you put in a graphics card in a video machine, a, a Windows machine, mm-hmm. and you had a problem, they say, "Oh, well, it's a graphics card." You call the graphics card, and say, "Oh, no, it's it's this or that." There's so there's no excuse. No excuse. No excuse. A, it's like okay, we'll fix your problem, yep. and Apple support is going to be really honing in on this. I'm sure they're going to have some super diagnostics that are going to report back to them and give them all the information they need to fix any sort of problem or at least put you on the right course.
0: Well, I could tell you who won't be putting you on the right course very soon. That might be a creative, Frank, because we're going to... We're going to talk about our main subject right now, which is our Apple store subject of the week. We kind of been staying away from the Apple store. Cause honestly, there's not much going on at the store. You can't even visit one barely. I, I can't get a reservation to bring my phone in at all. I had to like, I have a better shot of going to a Best Buy. They're going to an Apple store right now. Uh, <laughs> So we want to talk about the Apple creative role because this is a passionate role that me and Frank were both a part of. I was a part of it for four to five years. Frank, you were part of it for probably like, what, six years, five years as well? And we want to talk about where the journey started and where it is today and what is the future of this role. Because I personally, I don't know about Frank, but I'm personally worried about where this role is going to be going in the future. So let's talk about it. So... We started our creative journey with the one-to-one program, the greatest (sighs) in-store training program that was out there, one-to-one, where people got to make a reservation. You paid for a a $100 membership for one year. You get to come in basically once a week to get training with someone who knows the macOS the best.
1: And you would would choose what you wanted to work on, whether it was – GarageBand, uh, Keynote, Numbers, Pages, any Mail. Apple program. And and even went into the Pro programs. Mm-hmm. So if you had Logic, if you had, you know, the others. Uh, Final Cut Pro.
0: Final, um, Aperture. If you yeah, want to go back in the day.
1: Remember Aperture, yeah. And you would book an hour session with, and pretty much, once you started the program, you got familiar with a particular creative and if you like that person you could book your session at the end of your current session you are in mm-hmm. for next week and you could even in some cases book more than one session per week if you got lucky on that yes yeah. but these were booked all the
0: time but the one-to-one what made it special is that the, you talk about the community in the store you know you have one part of the store which is all detractors, negative people at the Genius Bar are not happy about their product. People who are new, and then people who are invested into their product. And that's what this role did. My father created three videos for my wedding that I had no idea about in iMovie because of this program that he came in for. Uh, now, when the role the role was around for a long time, we were we when we joined Apple in 07, this was already a membership. It already existed. It got better. Because we had more opportunities. We had different yep. style workshops. Uh, we had personal projects where they just come in for three hours. One creative for three hours would just be, or two hours was with one group of people yep. that just wanted to work on their stuff. It wasn't even a
1: training. It was just like yeah. a shoulder. There. There. Each person had a project that they were working on. And then mm-hmm. you had the creative would not be tied down to one person. They would move from person to person right? You know, if they had a question. Right. Uh-huh. And, and
0: and then they had uh like smaller training workshops i, I forget they were called but they were like uh like no more than three or four people they were yes. they were basically a, an interaction with just that many people learning the same subject and that took a little bit of time to get people used to that because one-to-one was so popular
1: yeah Personal, and, well it like, used to be um the the specialist at least that's where i got familiar with it that the specialist would sometimes you do those
0: well that so it was so kind there was like
1: an introduction.
0: So there were two different ones. Apple would have a workshop that specialists would do which by the way a lot of them did not want to do. In fact, a lot of them would push it off to somebody else. Yeah. Or, or yeah. And, then, and then they <laughs> and then they had ones that were creatives that did it and you could tell there was a difference. So Apple made a mistake there by still having the workshops and doing the creative ones because there's a clear difference in the quality and two a lot of people didn't want to do it. Plus, we're giving away a free service that, honestly, for $100 is worth it anyway. Yes. Now, the role began to change when one-to-one came to an end. Now, we I don't remember what year that was. I think it was like 2015, 2016. Apple decided to end the one-to-one membership completely. It was only one year left, and that was it. And we real there was really a weird transition. Now, Frank, I want you to talk about that because I think you were – you were creative as that changed so talk yeah. about that
1: well it's it's like any service you pay for whether it's a gym or the one to one if you use it it's a great service if you only use it once a year it's not so great and what happened those that used it were very disappointed because they were now grouped into a session where the participants level on the subject matter were all over the map. So it was hard for somebody that was transitioning from the one to one where they were beyond basics to sit in an hour session and the creative myself and yourself would have to figure out a course that's going to satisfy the beginner and the advanced person. And and that initial transition was not very successful um, because you had a group of people from the one-to-one that were expecting the same level of uh, training and, and um, interaction and with a group because they had these groups were maxed out at eight people. Now, eight people in a session is a little tough. Uh, and
0: a small table, by the way, as well. Yes.
1: Yeah. So the transition for some was not so good. And, and they just, um, didn't participate in the free workshops because they were either beyond them or they they had specific questions that were beyond right. the course matter
0: but the one thing too frank is what started when one to one ended more so what were the creatives doing
1: <laughs> what well, well you that's when all of the creatives had we got together and tried to put together some sort of course material because it was pretty much kind of up in the air like what was what were we going to cover what were the products we were going to cover so it was you know but did what, they but did they give you like
0: like one to one ends that day there's no more training sessions what's right. the next day what did you do That's what I don't remember cuz I yeah. don't think you did anything no. I think you you were kind of relegated to Personal setup, which I know you definitely did that. Yes. And you were relegated to like demanding the third party wall.
1: And you well, there was also a period where if people had questions, okay, like the right. specialist, like you and I, when we were specialists, we could spend time with the person buying the product and show them different things.
0: Mm hmm. That's right. They did have personal question. That's right. You guys did that too. Those, those yeah. are the two things you were doing with yeah. personal
1: setup and like
0: a table where someone could approach you and ask questions. Yeah. Which is, but like that's like so far beyond of where one what your skill set is, like, yeah. and that's what was upsetting about that. So eventually,
1: they well, found... don't forget the positioning of where we were
0: mm-hmm.
1: was also not very conducive to that kind of setup because we were just in front of the genius bar. And so if somebody has a question, we're kind of out of the loop from the, the front of the store. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So it was a little awkward.
0: Yeah. I, I. And then eventually they figured out a solution called today at Apple, which was a free is it, which is still today. Something that's happening is it's a free session to go into you learn about a very particular subject in a particular app or it's a particular style so example would be photography or videography they're not saying iMovie they're saying photography like they're trying to teach you how to you do photography with your iphone or videography with your iphone or how to create music garage band more specifically like using like the sounds around you yes um i have to get your feedback on that frank because i already know it based on your face
1: I don't know. Well, I mean, it, depending on the store and what I mean by that, you remember when we were in Freehold with the one-to-one, we used to celebrate those people from time to time. We would feature people that had spent time on the one-to-one. You remember the singer-songwriter that came in yeah. mm-hmm. and they did a presentation to whoever was in the store on how they did it and so on and so forth. Um if you are in a feature store like uh,
0: like fifth like uh you would you would say uh, uh like
1: like fifth prince avenue. Street.
0: yeah Fifth avenue or prince street
1: yes or the one in philadelphia if you had that kind of store you could do those kind of you could go for a photo walk because you mm-hmm. could go in the city and and find all kinds of great subjects you're in a mall mm-hmm Where are you gonna walk in a mall? I don't know. (laughs) It was that was like really, and then people in the mall. If you're taking pictures, they're looking at you like, "What the hell's going on?" Take a
0: picture of this trash can, or take a picture of the of the everyday plants you always see in malls.
1: Yeah, that was that was tough, very Mm -hmm. tough. Um, and they did have we did get the big screen TV. Yeah,
0: eventually you got upgraded equipment.
1: Yes. Um, and, but you still got various levels of knowledge from the people that came in. Um, so pretty much you had to keep it at a very basic level. You had, we had key points that you wanted to cover to make sure that these people knew that. And then if they would come back, okay, then you could move up. In terms of a knowledge base, but you'd always have somebody that was new to the iPhone, for example, and they're like lost when you start talking. Other people had been to various sessions that you knew and they wanted to know more. They wanted to go beyond the basics. Mm -hmm. So it was kind of tough
0: well what's tough about it is because you're not talking about a specific app you're not talking about specific things you're, you're focused on one thing you have a very strict script because i remember you had those i saw them yeah. and it was like this is not what a creative was originally here for now there's other people that thrived in this today at apple that we know of but for people who were older in the one-to-one program it was not the same and i'll be honest they should have been moved out because you were basically forcing them to learn things that, like, for me being a creative right now, I would have to force myself to learn how to draw, force myself to learn how to, you know, learning uh, Swift. And, like, it's just right. stuff that you don't. Right. I, I have a much bigger skill set than, than doing this, and teaching the way we taught in one to one was to me the perfect solution to this that never should have went away if anything at least if they offered it for free they would bring people back to the store and hang out in the store and buy more stuff especially that we could do the same things in a one-to-one we were doing that anyway people bought hard drives people bought better cameras people right. bought all these different things like even if we didn't went from home automation people like we would tell them how home automation works like that would have been a great subject to add to one-to-one but the but the idea of them trying to to tighten it up so much and script you and try to, and and to make you think that doing this in a mall and doing this in fifth Avenue are the same experience, you are dead wrong. And, and unfortunately the stores in the malls cannot do today at Apple. Yes. They
1: have it. Not, well, I mean,
0: they can't. No, they can't. Or they have to have material that is much better than that.
1: Listen, I I thought I had a a good solution. You know, you're familiar with Quaker Bridge, right?
0: Of course, I worked there. All right. So you know <laughs>
1: the front of the store where they used to have displays, right behind the windows, right? Hmm. All right. That area was never used for anything after the displays went away because they did away with displays. Yep. I submitted an idea that they take the if you're in the back of the store, what would be the right side of the store and right behind the window, take that TV and mount it on the wall. Mm-hmm. Put glass petition around it with a glass door, whether it be sliding or whatever, and, and a long table that would fit four on each side. Conduct. The training sessions there. It solved two things. It gave you, you could, you would be able to shut the door and block out the store noise. Mm -hmm. Okay. And it would showcase whatever the training session was so that people walking by would say, What's going on there? rather than it being all the way in the back of the store. Mm. And I think it would have piqued the interest.
0: Uh, yeah, of, people of the, would have looked through the top. window. People would look through the window and see what's going on. Now, yes. everything's changed now because COVID-19 basically squashed today at Apple. So Apple thought their solution to that was, well, okay, we'll put videos on our website to show off some of the things we were talking about, which was, okay, great. So they, get, and, they and they're using actual creatives. Again, they're very scripted to what today at Apple is, but here's what pisses me off the most. If you go on that website right now and you look at the videos, they're the same videos from March, Yes, which means they have not done anything with that. And again, which pissed me off even more, they didn't put it on their damn YouTube channel, which they have so many subscribers. But, like, here's an example. We have a video right now. You can go watch on YouTube on how to learn pages. It's a very beginning tutorial of what – it's me doing a screen share of how pages works. It's a seven-minute video. People are – the feedback we are getting on that one is amazing. Why? Because it's what a creative would do if you were there with them, which is why people are – gravitating towards it if you look up apple pages how to use apple pages we're on the first page people on youtube and the the reason why is we do a good job explaining it app we do a better job than apple explains their own stuff
1: (laughs) well and and the thing is too will i think on the videos you should be able to build on them so you have intro some yeah. basics, you know, volume one, basics, right. volume two, and then and that, you would pick up from where you left off.
0: And that's and that's where I left off. I left off at a very basic level.
1: And and so you could build a catalog where I just think Apple is, um, I don't know that they're missing. I, I, I just don't know that.
0: Not caring? Uh, Not caring. There's bigger priorities than that.
1: Yes. Yeah. There's bigger priorities than that. You're yeah, right. that's, so, that's what I think it is. Yes,
0: and th- that's fine. But now you're now COVID's over, right? We're going to go past COVID well, now. <laughs> All <laughs> yeah. right. Well, think of, Let's uh, think of a year from now, where the Apple stores are open back to normal, right? Who's going to go in and do one of these today at Apple's now?
1: Well, I, I think it, it's going to be very hard to get them started again. And again, <laughs> you know, if they stick to that same format, I. I I don't think people are going to go like, hey, right? you go back and you learn the same stuff you learned before.
0: I I would have a better chance of opening an Apple training facility, yeah, and I'd do better than what Apple does. And if I did it for free or did it for like the same hundred dollars that one to one was, maybe I'll call it two for two yeah. uh, instead. <laughs> okay, and, and call and do the same thing. But
1: well, you know, I have to be honest with you, Will. I I've been approached several times yeah
0: of course Um, we all got approached to do this on the side which i'm not gonna lie i've done it and got paid for it very handsomely might i add
1: and and uh you know the only thing i keep thinking about the one time we went and we begged i mean begged you remember when apple when the 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 managers they were had this big push about apple being becoming part of the community
0: yes all right like going out there
1: yeah (sighs) So we had this photography group that wanted to have a session for their group. Mm -hmm. And we begged, begged the managers to have us set it up. We said, well, well, they just got to go and sign up. I go, there's 10, how are you going to get 10 people? We want to have this just for them so that their photography group they get 10 people to come in and if more want it, well, then we'll create another one. Wouldn't do it. Yep. They said, that's uh, not uh, the way it works. And I, and I couldn't understand how on the one hand, you're saying you want to be part of the community, but now you're stopping. And group from coming in.
0: And, and we, in the one-to-one era, I think that would have happened. Oh yeah. And, Cause we did it. I did a whole final cut Friday. I created my own. I created my own. Script for Final Cut and did it within a month. It was called Final Cut Fridays, which I not only was I doing that, a lot of Apple stores did that. And we would have our own script teaching the new Final Cut 10. I did a full entire month of it every Friday morning for two hours. And yeah. I created a script and everything. I sent it to Apple. Apple approved it. And I did it on the schedule. It was really great. I did that at the Cherry Hill store.
1: Wow.
0: So here's what I'm thinking what's going to happen. In a post-COVID world, the creative role is almost no; it brings absolutely no value unless they start using them for an online presence. And if they don't do that, I'm sorry, Frank. I don't think a creative has a role in the store anymore. And I'll be honest; I think Apple. I think Apple could just do the right thing by either just moving them to Apple Care support or or creating a new online program that the creatives can be a part of and remotely help people.
1: Uh, I, I, that's where I was just going to go. I was thinking that, do you remember in the one, to one when people would come in, they would have a project in mind. They would have something that they wanted to do. It wasn't just, Okay, show me how this works. You know what I mean? They were working on something, whether it was pages, whether it was numbers, whether it was iPhoto or aperture. Um so they were they were invested in learning something. Um and I think if they created a program where people would sign up and say, I'm working on creating a book, whether it's a a family memoir or whatever, how can I do that in pages Mm -hmm. and create a session with a creative doing screen share and they can review that Mm -hmm. and say, okay, I see what you're doing. How do you want to do it? how do you, do you want to do different colored text to highlight something? Do you want to, you know, the different formats, things of that nature? Um, I think, I think that would be successful depending upon, again, how they market it. That's, that's the big thing.
0: I think that, and that's gonna, and I'm hoping that they'll find something for them, but I can tell you right now, today at Apple, uh, to me is not, that great i don't think it works in every apple store it works in some of the stores but not all yes. of them and the ones that are in the malls that don't have the redesigned stores they are not worth going to they are you know and i feel bad for the people who apply for that role be, or are in that role now because i feel like they're not going to have that role when they get back there or if they do it's going to be another one of those weird transition times frank that you were in between one to one and then when today apple came out and you're talking like that was like a year or two before that actually made that change. So that's why we wanted to talk about it to get your attention of it, that the Apple Store creative role was valuable to Apple. I don't think it's valuable anymore. And I think that at this point, I don't know what they're going to do with it, but if they don't change it to a more online presence or go back to that experience that they used to give with one-to-one, I don't see a value in it.
1: We're talking about this, and you know, Will, this could be another avenue for us. This could be... Mm -hmm. Tune in to our uh, Think Different Learning. So, well, we have a YouTube something. channel. We do, so it may be something forthcoming uh, in 2021. And that was my transition, is that we
0: want to do more stuff, especially the feedback we've gotten from our training videos. Let's bump it and keep it going. So we're going to try to do more training videos on our site, and, you're, and it's coming from creatives. And you're not going to get that experience from anybody else. So we hope you guys take a look at our YouTube channel. Check it out. Uh, I'm excited for this year. 2021 is going to be an amazing year, Frank, as I we sure. continue forward. So we want you guys to join us on our YouTube channel. And make sure you subscribe to us on all of our platforms. Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon, Pandora. Every single podcast platform and please give us a review we want to thank you all for joining us for another week here at the Think Different Podcast and I love every single one of you
1: You peace out